be open to discussing that because it would help me do what I'm what I'm trying to do already. From the 262, government telling parents what is best for their kids isn't going to help. Remember when Mrs. Obama told us that kids need to eat better? People didn't change. Schools had to, but some kids stopped eating hot lunch. Whole wheat tortillas are awful. Remember when we were told that TV's bad for us? Or MTV? I told my dad that I needed my MTV. <laughs> What's the... Yeah, that's right. I want my MTV. 8.30 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's another thought. I don't think my kids would mind. As long as it's the same for everybody. And that, again, is why I say, like, maybe a different rule as a tool to help parents. You know, like, would my kids lament their inability to be on Instagram and on TikTok and all that if nobody else could be (laughs) either? everyone was off. I mean, it's almost like they're begging us to save them from themselves. They know. They know it's a sewer in there. But, like, they go there to see their stuff, and sometimes they get caught up in things like that. I just think that's interesting, too. It's different when you're the only one in your crew who's not on this mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. and that's harder. Curious to see how this plays out. I mean, if you see it more and more, you see the, the numbers there, the, the health issues, the, the suicide rate, and everything else. I mean, we're talking about social media, too, not just fine phone use in general. But the study was indicating social media is the problem for kids. And the uh, last comment from the other guy who claimed earlier that I was a member of the CCP, now Vetrano the fascist. And we've had an intelligent debate on that. What we're doing there? Outstanding. 839 on Wisconsin's Morning News. So the Super Bowl is set. You're going to have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. So I have a question for you. Who did it better? One of the you know, things I like to enjoy is the hometown call, right, of uh, someone either winning the Super Bowl or going to the World Series or whatever it is. It's always just kind of fun to hear right. the hometown call. So I have the Eagles' hometown call of them winning the NFC title, and I have the Chiefs' hometown call. Okay. I want you to tell me who did it better. We'll start with the Eagles. Here it is. 10, 9, 8. The Philadelphia Eagles have won the NFC Championship. 4, 3, 2, 1. By the final score, the Eagles 31, the 49ers 7. Attention, air traffic control. A flock of Eagles is heading to Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) Boo. Uh, you know what scares me? A flock. A flock. <laughs> Someone actually texted with the proper name for a group of eagles, and it wasn't flock. And what is it, dude? Did you remember? I don't. If it was something cooler. Attention, air traffic. It wasn't cool. A flock of eagles is heading to Arizona. <laughs> nah, that one feels too contrived, right? Oh boy, tried too hard. You yeah, thought right. about tried that. Tried too hard, worked thought on about it too that long. The night before. Okay. All right, so let's go to the Chiefs now. This is uh, 1065 The Wolf. The we'll wolf. start with the uh, the game winning field goal, which was not the final play, but you know, it's always fun. Okay, when yeah, it's yeah. big 45 yarder. Harrison Butker, the biggest kick of his Chiefs' life. Placement is down. 
Butker's kick is up. The spinning kick high, floating in the air, and it is good! 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 Did Cincinnati call timeout? They did not! They did not! They did not! It's a field goal from 45 yards out by Harrison Butker. All right. With three seconds to go. So that was, you that's know, solid, I'd that's say, a solid in the that's moment. Solid. Call. Okay. Yeah, I like so it. that would have been my, my winner. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, sure. Chiefs right. guy. But then, <laughs> then came the actual final call. Okay. Uh, so this is during the kickoff. So there's a kickoff after that field goal. Obviously, they're going to have to throw the ball around the, the Bengals would to have any right. prayer. So last play of the yeah, game. Yeah. Last play of the game. They're going to throw it across the. Formation and it is caught over there now slipping and the Chiefs will tackle him. This game is over. This game is over. You can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're gonna have to deal with the Chiefs as the AFC <laughs> champions. And for the third time in four years, the trophy named after this franchise's founder is back in Kansas City where it belongs. Still going. What a gutsy victory. Grab a bucket of guts. The Chiefs are going to end the season where they began the season in Glendale, Arizona and Super Bowl 57. Yeah, what do you think of that, huh? Oof. That's a little much. What a gutsy victory. Grab a bucket of guts. guts. (laughs) That was a little much for me. (laughs) So you either have a flock of eagles. Right. Or you have a bucket of guts. Bucket of guts. Also, what like a gutsy victory. Grab a bucket of guts. Who's disre- are, are a lot of people disrespecting the I, Chiefs? You know like, That's, weren't you like picked from the beginning the to Bengals, probably come out? The Bengals are saying the same thing. Both these teams thinking that they have a, this fabricated chip on their shoulder, but whatever. That's the thing. Like, if you got a legit chip, that can be a very powerful thing. Don't oh, invent sure. one. You've been the front runner from the get go, for in large part. Now, maybe there were some who said, ah, "I think Cincinnati could rise up," or whatever. You know, in this particular matchup, but you were the number one seed. Everyone thought you were probably going to grab the Super Bowl. a bucket of guts. That's a bucket of guts. It's something else that if you stayed through the post game comments for the AFC Championship, but I don't have much time for that when it's not my team. Yeah, you just move on. Other guys up on the stage say crazy stuff. Who think these best fans in the world? Which yeah, is yeah, great yeah. when it's your guys and your city, mm-hmm. and everybody else seems lame doing it. <laughs> I'm with you there. You see Terry Bradshaw with his arm around random player. Hey, how big was this? How big was that? Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, but if you stuck around for it, the mayor of Cincinnati was taking some big heat <laughs> on the big stage, in the post-game interviews, at the podium, all the stuff. And if you're maybe like, what gives? Which I was. I'm like, why, why are they going after the mayor? Well, there's a backstory to it, and the mayor had it coming. Mayor of Cincinnati had earlier in the week issued a proclamation ahead of the big game. Like a legit proclamation. Like he wrote it out and signed it. It was There's parchment full of whereases and be it here resolves. Yes. Okay. And I actually liked this. I preferred this to the bet, the betting mayors and the betting governors, which is getting so tired. It Agreed. was tired when it started. Agreed. The what would it have been in this case? Will uh, ten buckets of skyline chili. To your Kansas City barbecue. Some kind of barbecue, yes. yes exactly. Who cares? Lame, boring. So, granted, it was done tongue-in-cheek and jokey, and <laughs> in it, the mayor of Cincinnati, well, as he's reading his proclamation, calls Arrowhead Stadium Burrowhead Stadium, named after the Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow, who has had success there mm-hmm. in Kansas City. And then he makes like a who's-your-daddy joke, suggesting Burrow is the superior quarterback to the Chiefs' Patrick Mahomes. 
Whereas Joseph Lee Burrow, who's 3-0 against Mahomes, has been asked by officials to take a paternity test to confirming whether or not he's his father. <laughs> wow! <laughs> this is the mayor, mayor of Cincinnati. And he Ooh. deadpans it, too. Whereas he's been asked to take this to confirm whether he is his father. <laughs> Oof. Jeez, guy. At the mayor of Cincinnati on Friday... And then, of course, the Bengals win twenty. Uh, the Bengals lose twenty-three to twenty to mm-hmm. the Chiefs, and it's the Chiefs who are off to the Super Bowl. Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. <laughs> burn, burn. That's the Chiefs' tight end Travis Kelsey after the game. That's great. There's more. As for Patrick Mahomes and the uh, Who's Your Daddy reference. There was a lot of stuff. I mean, the mayor came at me, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I understand he's the mayor of Cincinnati, so he has to think about something, but... Uh... Burn! <laughs> burn, 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 burn. I don't know. If I didn't know better, though, it sounded like that mayor is living rent-free in their heads for a bit there. He did get at him a little bit. Like, they were well aware of that. I'm not... Not a huge believer in bulletin board material either. <laughs> well, with pros, likely not. Right? Were you knows? not heretofore motivated enough to yeah. try to get to the Super Bowl? But it was the mayor of Cincy that got at you. Now you're really like, oh, now we're gonna try. Bullseye! <laughs> right? Not at all. But I do like a good burn, and Cincy mayor set him up, set himself up for it. Now, have we heard from him since the loss? He has since posted to Twitter. So there it is. Congrats to KC on a well-fought win, and good luck in Arizona. (laughs) So he had to take his. What a gutsy victory! Grab a bucket of guts! Stay in touch. A little bit more information at 8.52 on Wisconsin's Morning News on this. I don't know if it's ongoing, but it was at one point a urination match between the Milwaukee Health Department and at least one, if not multiple, aldermen on the Common Council. The Milwaukee Health Commissioner, Kirsten Johnson, resigned rather abruptly, what, just last week or the week before, righty? And she had been in there, and that's been an embattled department within City Hall ever since Ben Baker allowed things to sort of collapse under his leadership. And then you've had a number of different people through there. And Johnson appeared to be, you know, agree or disagree with many of the things that she did, at least sort of writing the ship. It appeared to have some stability to it in the health department. And she's out. So naturally, a lot of people were going, what's going on here? And she cited, now there's some good reporting in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel on it. They got a hold of some emails between the former health commissioner and at least one alderman, Alderman Michael Murphy. And they were in a dispute over, I don't know, what should I call it? Like there's a property on the northwest side of Murphy's district that was not being used for anything. I don't want to call it vacant, but it wasn't being used. And they wanted to set this up as a housing unit for homeless people who were sick with COVID. So this is something that you may recall the health department has been doing since the pandemic began. So they had that Super 8 hotel near the airport at okay, one yeah. point that they're trying to bring to. You know, basically, it's for homeless people or people that can't find a place to live who are sick. So where are they going to go? They can't send them to a homeless shelter. So they tried to find these different areas. And there was one on 68th Street 
that they had decided, okay, we'll use this facility to house these insecure homeless folks if they were positive. And so there was some controversy about this. The alderman for the district, again, Murphy, is claiming that he didn't know about it, that this got set up, and maybe he was aware that there was that it was being talked about, but his issue was he fe- felt like he was blindsided by the announcement that it was sort of like up and running all of yeah. a sudden. Constituents and he, were fired up about it. Constituents were contacting him, mm-hmm. and so he apparently got in touch with the health department and was like, hey, what gives? And there was a public hearing where this sort of played out. Kirsten Johnson, then the health commissioner, uh, cited in an email to Murphy that accused him of publicly shaming her in a public hearing where they were talking about this. And she was so bent out of shape about that and maybe some other issues that she ended up quitting. I don't like to be disrespected by you. I don't like the way you talk to me. I don't like the way you treated me. And, you know, last straw type of thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, Murphy, again, this is all reporting in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, apparently responded back saying he was really surprised at her ire here and that him wanting to be informed by the health department of what was happening in his district so he didn't have to find out about it from constituents was pretty reasonable. And then he also says, and this is right out of the article, he contended that any council member would be upset about a facility for so many people being set up in the district without communication and said if he had been intent on publicly humiliating or shaming Johnson, he would have spoken to the media or released his own statement on the issue, which he did not do. That part we know for sure is true. And we know that because Eric called him. <laughs> Eric called the alderman. Yep. I remember when you were working on this story and you're like, hey, I got in touch with Murphy yep. and he like took a pass. Yeah. So I got I caught wind of this this facility and reached out to him because I was just curious what he was going to say or if he'd be worked up about it. or And he was like, hey, you know what? Maybe you should just call the health department, get the details from them. Yeah. You know, you know, come back around it maybe if you need to, but right now I'm, I'm, you know, you go ahead and get the details from them. I'm not, I'm not at a place where I want to share anything about it. So he did. He, I, I was going after the pass. health department anyway, but yes. So, so took a pass on right. taking a swing. If you're a reporter in that situation, you think one of two things is going to happen. One, I caught this guy trying to hide things from his constituents, and that's not necessarily what we thought. Just right, we wanted right. to know, but but sometimes you say, up. Oh, Caught a politician here doing something that he or she maybe shouldn't have been doing, and you know I'm going to have to get them on the record mm-hmm. and get their apology. Or it was somebody else's fault, and maybe you get a little fire from that person. Either way, wasn't Murphy's fault, but took a pass in terms of going ahead and yeah, cracking yeah. on whose fault he thought yeah, it was. Could have given it. So could have given least, it. He decided not to. At least there's that. And what happens for the future of the Milwaukee Health Department remains to be seen. 8.57 on Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. A lot of folks have been asking about Steve Scafidi. He is in the house next. Steve is back. He's back, from- baby. Was this a listener trip that he was on? I, I that's a good question. I, I have. To or was this a Scafidi trip? He, I, I know he, I know he trip saw in there. some of the most ancient places of our world. Okay, city wise. Well, we'll let him tell it next on WTMJ. He opened to discussing that because it would help me do what I'm what I'm trying to do already. From the 262, government telling parents what is best for their kids isn't going to help. Remember when Mrs. Obama told us that kids need to eat better? People didn't change. Schools had to, but some kids stopped eating hot lunch. Whole wheat tortillas are awful. 
Remember when we were told that TV's bad for us or MTV? I told my dad that I needed my MTV. <laughs> What's the, yeah, that's right. I want my MTV. 8.30 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's another thought. I don't think my kids would mind. As long as it's the same for everybody. And that, again, is why I say, like, maybe a different rule as a tool to help parents. You know, like... Would my kids lament their inability to be on Instagram and on TikTok and all that if nobody else could be <laughs> if either? If everyone was off. I mean, it's almost like they're begging us to save them from themselves. They know. They know it's a sewer in there. But, like, they go there to see their stuff, and sometimes they get caught up in things like that. I just think that's interesting, too. It's different when you're the only one in your crew who's not on this mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. and that's harder. Curious to see how this plays out. I mean, if you see it more and more, you see the the numbers there, the the health issues, the the suicide rate, and everything else. I mean, we're talking about social media too, not just fine phone use in general. But the study was indicating social media is the problem for kids. And the uh, last comment from the other guy who claimed earlier that I was a member of the CCP, now Vetrano the fascist, <laughs> and we've had an intelligent debate on that. That's what we're doing there. Outstanding. 839 on Wisconsin's morning news. So the Super Bowl is set. You can have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. So I have a question for you. Who did it better? One of the you know things I like to enjoy is the hometown call, right? Of uh, someone either winning the Super Bowl or going to the World Series or whatever it is. It's always just kind of fun to hear the right. hometown call. So I have the Eagles' hometown call of them winning the NFC title, and I have the Chiefs' hometown call. Okay. I want you to tell me who did it better. We'll start with the Eagles. Here it is. 10, 9, 8. The Philadelphia Eagles have won the NFC championship. 4, 3, 2, 1. By the final score, the Eagles 31, the 49ers 7. Attention, air traffic control. A flock of eagles is heading to Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) Boo. Uh, You know what scares me? A flock. (laughs) (laughs) Someone actually texted with the proper name for a group of eagles, and it wasn't flock. And what is it, dude? Did you remember? I don't know. There was something cooler. Attention. Air traffic control. A flock of eagles is heading to Arizona. (laughs) Nah. That one feels too (laughs) contrived, right? Oh, boy. Tried too hard. You thought about that. Tried too hard. Worked on it too long. The night before. All right. So let's go to the Chiefs now. This is uh, 1065 The Wolf. We'll start with the the game-winning field goal, which was not the final play, but, you know, it's always fun. It's a big 45-yarder. Harrison Butker, the biggest kick of his Chiefs' life. Placement is down. Butker's kick is up. The spinning kick high. Floating in the air. And it is good! 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 Did Cincinnati call timeout? They did not! They did not! They did not! It's a field goal from 45 yards out by Harrison Butker. All right. With three seconds to go. So that was you that's know, solid. I'd that's say a solid in the that's moment. Solid. Call. Okay. Yeah, I like so it. 
that would have been my my winner. Okay, yeah, absolutely, okay, sure. Chiefs right. guy. But then, <laughs> then came the actual final call. Okay. Uh, so this is during the kickoff. So there's a kickoff after that field goal. Obviously, they're going to have to throw the ball around the, the Bengals would to have any prayer. Right. So last play of the yeah, game. Yeah, last play of the game. They're going to throw it across the formation, and it is caught over there now, slipping, and the Chiefs will tackle him. This game is over. This game is over. You can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs as the A. AFC champions, and for the third time in four years, the trophy named after this franchise's founder is back in Kansas City where it belongs. Still going. What a gutsy victory. Grab a bucket of guts. The Chiefs are going to end the season where they began the season in Glendale, Arizona, and Super Bowl 57. Yeah, what do you think of that, huh? Oof. That's Little, little much. What a gutsy victory. Grab a bucket Grab of guts. That's <laughs> <laughs> a little much for me. So you either have a flock of eagles right. or you have a bucket of guts. Bucket of guts. Also what like a gutsy victory. Grab a bucket of guts. Who's disre- are, are a lot of people disrespecting the I, Chiefs? You know like, weren't you like picked from the beginning the to Bengals, probably come out? The Bengals are saying the same thing. Both these teams thinking that they have a, this... Fabricated chip on their shoulder, but whatever. That's the thing. Like, if you got a legit chip, that can be a very powerful thing. Don't oh, invent sure. one. You've been the front runner from the get go, for in large part. Now, maybe there were some who said, oh, "I think Cincinnati could rise up," or whatever. You know, in this particular matchup, but you were the number one seed. Everyone thought you were probably going to grab the Super Bowl. a bucket of guts. <laughs> That's a bucket of guts. It's something else that if you stayed through the post game comments for the AFC Championship, but I don't have much time for that when it's not my team. Yeah, you Watching just move on. Other guys up on the stage say crazy stuff. Who think there's best fans in the world? Which yeah, is yeah, great yeah. when it's your guys and your city mm-hmm. and everybody else seems lame doing it. <laughs> I'm with you there. You see Terry Bradshaw with his arm around random player. Hey, how big was this? How big was that? Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, but if you stuck around for it, the mayor of Cincinnati was taking some big heat. <laughs> <laughs> on the big stage, in the post-game interviews, at the podium, all the stuff. And if you're maybe like, what gives? Which I was. I'm like, why, why are they going after the mayor? Well, there's a backstory to it, and the mayor had it coming. Mayor of Cincinnati had earlier in the week issued a proclamation ahead of the big game. Like a legit proclamation. Like he wrote it out and signed it. It was there's parchment <laughs> full of whereases and be it here resolves. Yes. Okay. And I actually liked this. I preferred this to the bet, the betting mayors and the betting governors, which is getting so tired. It Agreed. was tired when it started. Agreed. The What would it have been in this case? Will uh, 10 buckets of Skyline Chili to your Kansas City barbecue. Some kind of barbecue. Yes, yeah, exactly. Who cares? Lame, boring. So granted, it was done tongue-in-cheek and jokey. And <laughs> in it, the mayor of Cincinnati, as he's reading his proclamation, Calls Arrowhead Stadium Burrowhead Stadium, named after the Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow, who has had success there mm-hmm. in Kansas City. And then he makes like a who's your daddy joke, suggesting Burrow is the superior quarterback to the Chiefs' Patrick Mahomes. Whereas Joseph Lee Burrow, who's 3-0 and against Mahomes, has been asked by officials to take a paternity test to confirming whether or not he's his father. <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> this is the mayor, mayor of Cincinnati. And he Woo. deadpans it, too, whereas he's been asked to take this to confirm whether he is his father. <laughs> Oof. 
Jeez, guy. At the mayor of Cincinnati on Friday. And then, of course, the Bengals win 20, uh, the Bengals lose 23 to 20 to the Chiefs. And it's the Chiefs who are off to the Super Bowl. Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. <laughs> Burn! Burn! That's the Chiefs tight end, Travis Kelsey, after the game. That's great. There's more. As for Patrick Mahomes in the uh, Who's Your Daddy reference. There was a lot of stuff. I mean, the mayor came at me, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I understand he's the mayor of Cincinnati, so he has to think about something, but... Uh... I don't know if I didn't know better though. It sounded like that mayor is living rent free in their heads for a bit there. He did get at him a little bit, like they were well aware of that. I'm not, not a huge believer in bulletin board material either. <laughs> well, with pros, likely not. Right? Were you knows? not heretofore motivated enough to yeah. try to get to the Super Bowl, but it was the mayor of Cincy that got at you? Now you're really like, oh, now we're going to try. Bullseye! <laughs> right, not at all. But I do like a good burn. And Cincy mayor set him up set himself up for it. Now, have we heard from him since the loss? He has since posted to Twitter. So, there it is. Congrats to KC on a well-fought win, and good luck in Arizona. <laughs> so, he had to take his. What a gutsy victory! Grab a bucket of guts! Stay in touch. A little bit more information at 8.52 on Wisconsin's Morning News on this. I don't know if it's ongoing, but it was at one point a urination match between the Milwaukee Health Department and at least one, if not multiple, aldermen on the Common Council. The Milwaukee Health Commissioner, Kirsten Johnson, resigned rather abruptly what, just last week or the week before, righty? And she had been in there, and that's been an embattled department within City Hall ever since Bevan Baker allowed yeah. things to sort of collapse under his leadership. And then you've had a number of different people through there. And Johnson appeared to be, you know, agree or disagree with many of the things that she did, at least sort of writing the ship. It appeared to have some stability to it in the health department, and she's out. So naturally, a lot of people were going, what's going on here? And she cited, now there's some good reporting in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel on it, they got a hold of some emails between the former health commissioner and at least one alderman, Alderman Michael Murphy. And they were in a dispute over, I don't know, what should I call it? Like there's a property on the northwest side of Murphy's district that was not being used for anything. I don't want to call it vacant, but it wasn't being used. And they wanted to set this up as a housing unit for homeless people who were sick with COVID. So this is something that you may recall the health department has been doing since the pandemic began. So they had that Super 8 hotel near the airport at one point that they're trying to bring to. Basically, it's for homeless people or people that can't find a place to live who are sick. So where are they going to go? They can't send them to a homeless shelter. So they tried to find these different areas. And there was one on 68th Street that they had decided, okay, we'll use this facility to house these insecure homeless folks if they were positive. And so there was some controversy about this. The alderman for the district, again, Murphy, is claiming that he didn't know about it, that this got set up. And maybe he was aware that there was 
that that was being talked about. But his issue was he felt like he was blindsided by the announcement that it was sort of like up and running all of a sudden. Constituents were fired up about it. Constituents were contacting him. Mm -hmm. And so he apparently got in touch with the health department was like, hey, what gives? Mm -hmm. And there was a public hearing where this sort of played out. Kirsten Johnson, then the health commissioner, uh, cited in an email to Murphy that uh, accused him of publicly shaming her in a public hearing where they were talking about this. And she was so bent out of shape about that and maybe some other issues that she ended up quitting. I don't like to be disrespected by you. I don't like the way you talk to me. I don't like the way you treated me. And, you know. Last straw type of thing. Yeah, exactly. Well. Murphy, again, this is all reporting in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, apparently responded back saying he was really surprised at her ire here and that him wanting to be informed by the health department of what was happening in his district so he didn't have to find out about it from constituents was pretty reasonable. And then he also says, and this is right out of the article, he contended that any council member would be upset about a facility for so many people being set up in the district without communication and said if he had been intent on publicly humiliating or shaming Johnson, He would have spoken to the media or released his own statement on the issue, which he did not do. That part we know for sure is true. And we know that because Eric called him. (laughs) Eric called the alderman. I remember when you were working on this story and you're like, hey, I got in touch with Murphy and he like took a pass. Yeah. So I got I caught wind of this this facility and reached out to him because I was just curious what he was going to say or if he'd be worked up about it or and he was like, hey, you know what? Maybe you should just call the health department, get the details from them. You know, come back around it maybe if you need to. But right now, I'm, I'm, you know, you go ahead and get the details from them. I'm not, I'm not at a place where I want to share anything about it. So he did. He, I, I was going after the pass. health department anyway. But yes, so, so took a pass on right. taking a swing. If you're a reporter in that situation, you think one of two things is going to happen. One, I caught this guy trying to hide things from his constituents. And that's not necessarily what we thought, just right, we wanted right. to know. But, but sometimes you say, oh, I caught a politician here doing something that he or she maybe shouldn't have been doing, and you know, I'm going to have to get them on the record mm-hmm. and get their apology. Or it was somebody else's fault, and maybe you get a little fire from that person. Either way, wasn't Murphy's fault, but took a pass in terms of going ahead and yeah, cracking yeah. on whose fault he thought yeah, it was. Could have given it. So at given least, it, you decided not to. At least there's that. And what happens for the future of the Milwaukee Health Department remains to be seen. 857 on Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. A lot of folks have been asking about Steve Scafidi. He is in the house next. Steve is back. He's back, from- baby. Was this a listener trip that he was on? I, I that's a good question. I, I have to. Or was this a Scafidi trip? You, I, I know, I know a listener he saw trip in there. some of the most ancient places of our world. Okay, city wise. Well, we'll let him tell it next on WTMJ.